Hey, you're listening to the Abide Podcast. To find out more about Abide, go to AbideChurchFL.com and enjoy today's message.
What's up, Abide Church fam? Hope you're having a great Christmas vacation. Uh, I wanted to share this morning uh, something that I just feel the Lord's doing in 2021. Me, Pastor Gio, um, and I think some other people are going to be sharing about what we feel. And just, I wanted to bring you into what the Lord's been speaking to me. And I think it really begins with what He spoke to me about 2020. Um, in the early in the year, He said, that 2020 was going to be a shaking. Um, he, like I said, he spoke that to me real early, even before the, all the other prophets. So I got in the VIP access. <laughs> but that the shaking would happen, and that really Joel 2, when he says, "In those days, I will pour out my spirit upon the earth, and your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men's dream dreams," that that's going to happen. That that he spoke to me that that pouring talked in Joel 2 that pouring out my spirit is not just a one-time event like in Acts 2 when in the, in the believers in the upper room but it is a pouring so as in like the days grow darker he will pour out so as the day grow, as the days grow darker more of his spirit think of like a pitcher is being poured out and being filled up in the earth so take joy in this 
that even though things are going to get worse, there will be more of his presence available for us as the days grow darker. So I wanted to bring you in, tie that into what happened with 2020 with what I feel has happened in 2021. And the word that I got as I was praying and just meditating on what the Lord was speaking was really clearly in Isaiah 60. He says this in verse 1, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I really believe for this year, this scripture is significant, at least for me, and I think for our tribe and for the church as a whole. I believe arise and shine is something really significant this year. And the Lord is asking us, he's saying, stand up, arise, and then begin to shine, reflect literally the glory of Jesus as he shines upon you, as the spirit is poured out, reflect that into the earth. Let's keep reading. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your rising. What is he talking about? He's saying, stand up, arise, shine, for I'm going to be bringing people to your light. Think of like a lighthouse on a dark night on the sea. People will literally begin to be flocking to you, reflecting the glory of Jesus. Okay, let's keep reading. Lift your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant. I feel like 2021 is going to be the year of the harvest. I really believe, I felt this early on this year and I've even uh, spoke it a couple of times here at Abide, but I feel like the Lord is wanting to bring a harvest. Right now, the, the entire earth, our country, is filled with people who are scared, who are nervous, who are confused. Like just today, Tiffany and I were in the store, and despite whatever how your your feelings are, um, we we don't let our we don't make our kids wear masks just because it causes their faces to break out and um, it, it, it it hinders their breathing. It it's just a personal choice. Either way, we had a guy walking towards us our age with a little daughter in his cart the same age as my kids and they were probably 50 feet from us and he looked at us and he said he, he made a gasp and then he said let's go down this way and his daughter asked why and he says because some people aren't wearing their masks and we need to go this way and there was just such I'm not judging him there's such fear in his voice terror like like literal he was really afraid and I was just talking to Tiffany that there are people all over this country this world who are living in that fear every single day. And while for some people that may make them frustrated, like, are you believing all the news? What I, We don't get caught in that game here. For me, the kingdom mindset, the kingdom lens the Lord has given me through is saying he's afraid. And when people are in darkness, the light shines the brightest. I think the Lord has shaken everything that could be shaken. And all these people, all the things they put their trust in has fallen. And so now they need somebody. They need something they can put their trust in. They, it is ripe 
for the harvest. They need a savior. People, that man in the story is desperate for a savior who can come and say, listen, no matter what if you believe in mask or no mask, there is someone who can protect you, who can protect your child. It's Jesus. This last thing I want to leave you with, it's uh, in Matthew. Let me bring it over here. It is in Matthew 9. Flip real quick. In Matthew 9. So what is our role this year? I asked the Lord, okay, what, what do you want your church to partner with you in? Um, how do we supposed to bring about the harvest? He spoke something to me early in the year, and I've been um, processing with Pastor Gio and some others here. And even like yesterday, we in one moment, we we went out into a, a prophetic moment, and I was beginning to declare this. And I want you to declare this with me this year and begin to pray about this very thing. In Matthew 9, it says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. That's such, that so sounds like people this year, like the, in, in, in our region, people needing a shepherd, needing the good shepherd. And he says, the disciples says, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, and this is where I feel like we come in. Therefore pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. I feel like for this year, where we are supposed to partner with the Lord is to be praying and to be interceding and to be fasting for Him, excuse me, to send out labors into the harvest and to, to, to awaken the term He's given me as firebrands that would literally go out into the communities, go out into the stores and, um, and, 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 and have passion and fire burning in their hearts to bring people to the Lord. And what's going to happen as these firebrands go out, they're going to ignite other people to become firebrands. And it's going to spark a movement. I feel like we see that happening over the whole the country right now. This movement of salvation. I really feel this. And I don't think this is hype. This is what the Lord's been putting on my heart for almost the better half of this past year. That He is amping us up for one of the greatest harvests that we've ever seen in the world. I want to be a part of it. And I feel like he's asking churches like Abide who have put the main thing, the main thing, who have remained nameless and faceless and only sought to seek his face and not personal gain or growing a church just to have influence. But we want to have a place where he is made comfortable. He's looking for those worshipers in spirit and truth who he can entrust the harvest with. I really feel this. I know uh, Pastor Gio feels the same way and even others who are tied to our church are feeling this, that something is happening. Pray that the Lord would send labors. Maybe one of the labors is you. Maybe there's a burning in your heart right now to go out and witness. Ask him, Lord, send labors. And if it's me, give me boldness and courage. I wanna pray for you for this next year that the Lord would ignite you to prayer and fasting, to send labors into the harvest. Because listen, we love sitting in here and, and glorifying Jesus and, and everything. We love it. But if people aren't being saved, if they're not snatched out of hell, then like, what is it unto? I understand that we, that we love Jesus, but if we love Jesus, our hearts will break for what his heart breaks for. And he wants to break out of the church, into the communities, into homes who are broken. 
So let me pray for you, that the Lord would not have fire for prayer and fasting. And for those of you who are firebrands, that he would ignite that fire in you, that you would not be satisfied unless you are leading people under the Lord. Holy Spirit, I ask right now, Lord, that you would ignite each person in their homes to prayer and fasting for the harvest, that this year would be one of the greatest harvests that we've ever seen on the face of the planet, that in the darkest of night, your light shines ever brighter. In the name of Jesus, come ignite firebrands even within our own house, that they would go out into the highways and byways and gather people for your beautiful marriage supper of the Lamb. Lord, we say yes. And like Pastor Gio says, our only response, or our, only, our only duty in this moment is just to say yes. And we say yes to you, Jesus, and what you're doing in this next year. Lord, I bless all of our families and, and their holiday and their Christmas season, that their travels would be safe, that they would be, they'd be protected from sickness and disease. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you guys. I pray I see you soon. Uh, have a great Christmas. Bye. You be
Stay. 
What's up, Abide family? It's Pastor Marcus here. I'm so excited to be with you today. I hope you've had a, a great week with your family, a great weekend celebrating together uh, the birth of Jesus, our Savior, our risen King, the crown prince of glory. I hope that you've had an amazing time celebrating him, and I wanted to come before you today. I'm First and foremost, I'm, I'm just so excited to be here at Abide Church and be a part of this tribe, be a part of this family. Um, let me just say this. What God is doing here is very, very special. I know that you can kind of get caught up in your church being your church and when you're not, you know, if you're not like moving around a lot and going to different places, it can be very easy to think like this is the normal. I want to let you guys know first and foremost, what's happening here at Abide Church is not normal, but it should be. And this is where we are as a people where God is saying, I am looking for a church that is stirring themselves up. Uh, Isaiah 64 says this, there is no one who stirs themselves up to take a hold of me. And God, I believe, has found that in Abide Church, a church that will stir themselves up. I want to let you guys know and encourage you. This is not about striving. It's about stirring. And God is so pleased. I believe this by the Spirit of the Lord. God is so pleased with your stir. He is so pleased that you have ministered to him. And I believe that the Lord is resting on this place in a very special way. What he's been doing here is amazing. What God has been doing in the midst of his people is beautiful. And I believe, this is what I truly believe. I believe that revival is coming. I know that we've been hearing that. I know you've probably heard every pastor, preacher, apostle, prophet, you name it. I'm sure you've heard everybody say it, but I believe it, that if we will be a people that will contend, God will be a person that responds. I want to read something to you. I've been praying for our church. I've been praying for what the Lord wants to do this year and what he's calling the church globally and locally to. And I want to read this to you in Isaiah chapter 62. Starting at verse 6, it says this, I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give him no rest until he establishes, until all, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. I believe that we are entering into a time that God is calling his people to go from all to go into action, to go from communion, to go to contending, and to go into commissioning. Now is the time that the church is called to step up and rise up. I want to let you know, you might want to get comfortable being uncomfortable because God wants to stretch you to greater capacities. God wants to use you to greater capacities. God is calling you upwards. He's saying, come up here because I have something I want to show you. And I just felt like the Lord was saying, it is time for all hands on deck in the church. He is calling you. He wants to use you. If you're in here on a Sunday and you sit in the front row, he wants to use you. If you sit in the back row, he wants to use you. If you watch live stream, he wants to use you. We are living in a day and an hour where don't know, Nobody is able to sit on the sidelines. God is calling everybody from the sidelines to the front lines. And it's time to do battle in the spirit. It's time to reach the lost. It's time to love them until they see Jesus in us. And I believe we are living in a time right now where locally in Lithia, Valrica, the greater Tampa Bay area, God is searching has found a place that will contend, that will pray. The verse said, give no rest until he establishes the root Jerusalem. What was he saying? For the American church, that means this. We need to be in a place of prayer and intercession and seeking the face and the heart of Jesus so he can make his church the church it's supposed to be. I believe that we're gonna see revival, but you gotta understand this. 
revival is, this is what happens when you see revival. Revival is when regulars become radical until radical becomes regular. What does that mean? Maybe you look at yourself and you say, I'm not a Pastor Marcus. I'm not a Pastor Geo. I'm not a stage guy. I don't have a great voice. Whatever, what, what have you. The Bible doesn't say that they who preach these signs will follow. The Bible says in Mark 16, they that believe these signs will follow. They will cast out demons. They will pray for the sick and they shall recover. Jesus is saying it is time for you to be commissioned. And and the great commandment is not a great suggestion, but he's looking at you. He said, I choose you. Will you respond to the call? I believe that we're going to go into the greatest hour of prayer that the American church has ever seen before. I believe that God wants to use you. He has called you. He has gifted you. He has anointed you. He has established you in this time to be used mightily for his glory. I pray in Jesus' name that we will rise to the occasion. We will match the heartbeat of Jesus in reaching the lost, loving the lost, ministering to God, and watching him pour his glory, his glory out on the church and on the earth. I pray this blesses you in Jesus' name. We could. 
Heart and need me 
What's up, Abad fam? It's an honor to come to you, and I hope you've been blessed by all the amazing speakers that we've had. And what we've tried to do is we've tried to paint a picture for you of what we believe God is doing and is going to do in 2021. And this year, we, we felt like it was a time of God preparing us, like He was preparing. He had spoken things to us about preparing the fallow ground, about stripping things off and, and positioning ourselves to receive what He has. And all of this, for me, I feel has culminated in this moment. I mean, I don't know if you felt it every week as we've been gathering, like how there's an acceleration, there's a growth, and, and there's, there's a greater measure of presence, of glory coming into the place where it's almost like you don't know how to navigate what He's doing. It is because He is preparing us for that moment, that revelation moment where it says the spirit and the bride say, come. And it has become the cry of our heart. The cry of our heart has become, come Lord Jesus, come. Not just come to beam us out, not just come to take us, but we literally long. Like when David says, my soul, it pines for you. We have this deep longing and a desire for the presence of God to come and transform us for Him to come into tabernacle, to dwell among us. And that has become the prayer. As Pastor Teller says, God does not just come for something, He comes to lead us unto something. So it's not just for a good feeling. It's not just for us to say, wow, how amazing was Sunday, but it is literally for us to be launched out, to be sent ones, to, 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 to proclaim the gospel and the kingdom of God to a dying and broken world. And for us to realize that He is calling us to arise and to go up, that, that has been the mantra of the end of this year. That God is calling us up. There is an upward call where He's saying, come up higher, rise up above the noise, stop giving yourself to lesser lovers, but pursue me with all of your heart. Will you be fully given? And so even at the end of the year, the last Wednesday I was here, I was praying right up here on the stage. And the Lord said to me, Gio, I don't want you to have a church that has a house of prayer. I want you to be a house of prayer that gathers on Sundays. And I began to ask and I began to pray, God, what does it look like for us to not just be a normal church that gathers and does the whole church game thing, but what does it look like to, to champion a group of people that were wholeheartedly pursuing the heart of the Lord? Like we have given ourselves to intercession we have given ourselves to prayer. Like David says, I have become prayer. I am prayer. We have given ourselves to this one thing. And what he's marked me with towards the end of this year is this, the reality that we have been called to build a house for him. And it has all led me to this, with this, this burning desire to build a Psalms 132 dwelling place where David's son begins to pen in the word and he begins to write and he says this. He says, Psalms 132 verse one says, Lord, remember David and all that he suffered. He's, he's, he's saying, Lord, will you recount, will you recognize all that David did, his heart for you? He made a solemn promise to the Lord and he vowed this to the mighty one of Israel. I will not go home. I will not let myself rest. I will not let my eyes sleep nor close my eyelids in slumber until I find a place to build a house for the Lord until I find a sanctuary for the mighty one of Israel, a dwelling place for him. And this has become our pursuit. I wanna make something really clear in 21, and this has been the consistent thing. We are not trying to build a big church. We're trying to foster an environment where God comes and where he builds big people, where we can launch people out that are really making a difference in the world, who understand who they are in Christ, who understand sonship so they can be really used. So they can be the watchmen, like Pastor Marcus, the watchmen on the wall 
who, who do not sleep or slumber, but they have been given, fully given and revived unto God's plan on the earth. And so I'm so stirred for this. And I want to admonish you as we move forward, you have a part to play. Without you, you listening to this, whether you're watching it on Sunday or throughout the week, you have a part to play. Without you, there is a missing piece of the puzzle. And so I want to admonish you as we're moving into 21, as we fast from January 10th to the 31st, which will end with a conference, I want to ask you to position yourself. Allow God to shift you. Allow him to transition you. I don't know what that looks like. I don't want to tell you what that looks like. But here's what I'm going to say. It looks like something. Like it looks, it has to be tangible. Like I, I want us to be a people, like David said, I will not offer the Lord something that did not cost me. I want it to be costly for us. I want us to sow, like the Bible talks about sowing with tears. I want us to be a people who have given ourselves to this and I believe it's available. Revival does not land on ministries, it lands on people. Acts 2, it didn't land on a house that was anointed. It landed on a group of hungry people who had positioned themselves to receive Holy Spirit. So I'm telling you, it's what He has for us. I'm telling you, it's available. Whether you've been in church five days or, or 15 years, it's available for us to experience the more of the Lord. So 2021 is this, it is the year of open heaven. It is a year where He fully releases to His people everything He has promised. And so the only question for you and for me is, will we step into that? It's fully available. As Pastor Marcus said, it's not about striving. It's about positioning ourselves, being in the right, being empty vessels and allowing Him to fill us. So here's what I want to do. I want to end this time with us together with, with prayer and just praying for God to stir us. This stirring I'm talking about can never be started by you. It can't be started by you. It can't be sustained by you. All you can do is yield to the Spirit and say, help me and allow him to lead you in that place of intimacy, in that place of growth. Maybe you're like looking at 21, you're like, I don't even know what he's, what they're talking about. Just be open. Just allow him to begin to strip, as we talked about Sunday, allow him to strip you of every weight and sin and fix your eyes on Jesus, the champion of our faith. So I wanna pray for you as we end today, believing that as, 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 we, as, we, as we come into agreement with the Lord, something will shift and something will be transformed. So Father, right now, in Jesus' name, I pray for every person watching this. Lord, whether they're watching it on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or a year from now, Father, I ask that you would mark them right now. Like Pastor Marcus says, that that uncomfortable would be the new comfortable. That we would remain positioned, God, to receive what you had. That we would there would be a holy desperation on the inside of us. That we would not be content. And Lord, that we would not treat this as common. What you are doing in this house is not common, Lord. So Father, I'll give us the ability to steward, to remain poor in spirit, and to steward everything you're doing in this house, God. And we ask you for the more. We say, Lord, you can trust us. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord search to and fro, looking for those who have faith, Father. You have found us. We're here. We're ready. And we'll pay whatever price. So Lord, right now I ask as, as we go into 21 that all these amazing, beautiful people would be blessed. That they would be stripped of every idol. And God, that they would step into to the fullness that you have promised them. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Bless you guys. Thank you for joining us on Sunday. We hope you had an amazing Christmas, an amazing New Year. 
And uh, we want to encourage you today to continue to plant. This is probably the last time we'll say in 2020, continue to plant seed and give. Continue to, 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 to help us launch the mission forward. We want to thank you and we love you guys. We'll see you the first week of January in 2021 for Burning Hearts. Have a great Sunday.